0: Welcome to the Mass Device Fast Five MedTech News Podcast, the show that keeps you up to date on the latest breakthroughs in medical technology with the top five news stories to get your day started. I'm your host, Danielle Kirsch, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Sean Hooley. We have a few leadership changes up at the top in our news roundup today, but Sean, can you give us a little roundup of what else we'll talk about today? Yeah,
1: today we'll talk about FDA clearance for neuroablation technology, the expansion of an AI collaboration involving Medtronic. A new executive hire at CMR Surgical, a new board member at Synchron, and some big changes at the top at AdvoMed as well.
0: So let's jump into that neuroablation news first.
1: Yeah, the FDA cleared neuroablation technology from NeuroOne. This marks a first in the field of nervous tissue ablation with the One RF system.
0: What is this neuroablation technology?
1: It's a thin film SEEG guided Radio frequency or RF system capable of recording electrical activity and ablating nervous tissue while maintaining temperature control. How does it work? So, the technology uses already implanted SEEG electrodes to record brain activity and enable the ablation of nervous tissue. It connects to a proprietary radio frequency generator, and the electrodes provide a similar function at the subsurface level of the brain compared to cortical electrodes. And they utilize a much less invasive process that eliminates the need to remove the top portion of the skull, which is a key differentiator in this technology when you talk about minimally invasive versus, you know, open brain surgery.
0: Definitely. It sounds really interesting. What do executives think about all of the opportunities that this device could provide?
1: Yeah, well, Neuro One CEO Dave Rosa said that this only provides more excitement for the future of the company. He said NeuroOne believes it has the potential to dramatically change the way these surgeries are performed so that patients may only need to go through surgery once for both diagnostic and therapeutic procedures. He also believes this may reduce hospital stays, number of surgeries, and adverse events while offering significant benefits from a clinical perspective.
0: What's the next bit of news that we have for today?
1: Medtronic and Cosmopharma have expanded their artificial intelligence collaboration for the GI Genius system. Expanded collaboration includes a $100 million payment upfront from Medtronic.
0: What will be the goal of this collaboration?
1: Through the exclusive global partnership that centers around the GI Genius AI powered intelligent endoscopy module, Medtronic and Cosmo aim to revolutionize endoscopy by utilizing AI to improve patient outcomes. And Medtronic says this alliance reinforces its position in AI integrated healthcare and is a significant leap in incorporating AI into endoscopic care.
0: And what is GI Genius?
1: So it's a computer-aided polyp detection system that is powered by AI and has been available in the U.S. for more than two years. It seeks to redefine GI screening by assisting gastroenterologists performing colonoscopies. Medtronic says that previous evaluations showed an increase in the physician's adenoma detection rate by 14% with the GI Genius.
0: So can you elaborate more on some of the successes that Medtronic has seen with the GI Genius?
1: Yeah, it's definitely been a successful platform for the past two years. It's been on the market, continuing growth year over year, the company says, in terms of its install base. We've you know reported on placements at Veterans Affairs facilities and in Minnesota as well. So the company believes that this combination of its own market development expertise with Cosmos AI technology is a powerful partnership. And they hope to continue to set new benchmarks as they continue to work together.
0: Now, let's jump into some of those leadership stories that we have.
1: Yes, yeah, CMR Surgical has a new chief commercial officer. It's uh, someone with experience in surgical robotics already, so bringing it to another yet another player in surgical robotics. We always we talk about quite a few on here.
0: Who is taking over in that role, and what is their career history that supports this appointment?
1: So Massimiliano Colella is the new CCO at CMR Surgical. He joins from EverCare Group, where he served as group CEO and board member. He has more than 30 years of senior healthcare leadership experience, which includes senior roles at Johnson & Johnson and Smith & Nephew. Notably at Smith & Nephew, he held a number of posts, including EVP and President of Europe, Middle East, Africa, and Canada. And there he held responsibility for driving the surgical robotics unit. So. Bringing some major med tech surgical robotics experience to CMR, which is, as I said, yet another player in the space, certainly can't be a bad thing.
0: And so since he was in the robotics space before, what kind of optimism does he bring to CMR Surgical?
1: Well, he takes over as the company looks to accelerate the commercialization of its Versius surgical robot and says that his experience leading a large hospital group at Evercare plus you know, his other experience in surgical robotics, demonstrated the growing need for surgical robotics. So he believes he's capable of bringing Versius to more hospitals around the world.
0: How does CMR surgical CEO see this appointment helping progress the commercial vision of their surgical robotic system?
1: CEO Superteam Bose said that the company has a unique differentiation with Versius in one of the fastest growing segments in the medtech industry, says that Colella joins at the opportune time to maximize on those factors for the benefit of hospitals, surgeons, and patients around the world.
0: And we have some more BCI news, but it's slightly different from what we've been covering in the last few weeks.
1: Definitely. BCI maker Synchron has added a former Dexcom CEO to its board. So Andy Razdal joins the board of one of the early leaders in the brain-computer interface race.
0: And what is some of Razdell's experience?
1: So as mentioned in the headline, he was CEO at Dexcom, where he led the company through FDA approval, successful IPO, all on the way to commercializing what's now considered a leading CGM technology. He also served as the founding CEO at Obalon, which did the same thing as he did at Dexcom. He led them through approval, IPO, and commercialization for their obesity therapy. And he currently serves as the executive chair of Epitel, which develops a wearable wireless EEG system to detect seizure conditions. He's also been at Medtronic in the past, so he's definitely a very well-traveled medtech executive.
0: So the jump from diabetes tech to BCI is interesting in itself. What did Rosdal say about how his prior experience and all you mentioned will help Synchron? And also, how did the CEO say his experience will help the company?
1: Yeah, well, certainly diabetes tech and BCI are quite different, but in terms of the commercialization efforts that he's Put forward at various companies, as I mentioned, uh, his, he says his experience is very relevant to Synchron, especially as the company moves toward its pivotal study launch and eventual commercialization. He says Synchron has a broad technology platform with the potential to become the market-leading implantable neurotechnology company. Tom Oxley, the CEO and founder, echoed that by saying that Razdell's career exposure to more than 15 pre-market approvals and, in particular, leading Dexcom through FDA approval and IPO will be invaluable to Synchron.
0: And so we're talking about the future of Synchron and going through all these commercial milestones. Remind us real quick what Synchron's technology does.
1: Yeah, so in the heavily competitive BCI space, where we're still kind of waiting for a leader to emerge, Synchron develops the catheter-delivered stentrode implant, which is the only one tapping into blood vessels to capture signals from the brain. Once implanted, it detects and wirelessly transmits motor intent out of the brain. And is a quite different approach in the same way that, as we spoke about with Neuro1's technology, some of the big name BCIs like Neuralink require actually opening up the skull to place an implant, whereas Synchron's catheter delivered, minimally invasive. So a, a really big differentiator.
0: And now what's the last bit of news that we have?
1: AdvaMed picked the GE Healthcare CEO, Peter Arduini, as its new chair and formed a medical imaging division. So Arduini was selected after Ashley McAvoy resigned from the board when she left j and a couple months ago, as we discussed, I'd say, at length on this show.
0: And I think the big news here is the new medical imaging division. But first, let's talk about what Scott Whitaker had to say about Arduini's appointment.
1: Definitely. So Whitaker, the Med president and CEO, said the timing of his election as a new chair couldn't be better. His leadership of GE Healthcare, a global leader in medical imaging, which as you ex mentioned is a big part of this whole transition at Avamed, but as well as pharmaceutical diagnostics and digital solutions will provide strategic insight and direction to Avamed as it works to ensure an aligned and inclusive focus across companies in every sector of medtech.
0: We've definitely talked about GE Healthcare and its medical imaging a lot on this podcast. I mean, they form a lot of partnerships. So can you tell us a little bit about the new division in Avamed that they are planning to form upon this new appointment?
1: Yeah. So, in addition to naming a new chair, establish a new medical imaging technology division that centers around advocating on behalf of imaging technology, radiopharmaceuticals, contrast media, and focused ultrasound devices. So, leading companies like Arjuni's, GE Healthcare, Hologic, Philips, Siemens, Healthineers and and plenty more are now making Advamed their sort of advocacy home as a result of this.
0: This division seems like a long time coming. Who's going to head that division? And have they offered any words of optimism about the future of the program?
1: Sure. So, all the new imaging companies coming to Avomed actually previously sat within the Medical Imaging and Technology Alliance, or MIDA, a division of the National Electrical Manufacturers Association. So, Avomed chose MIDA executive director, Patrick Hope, to lead as the executive director of the new division. Hope and Peter Weems, who led MITA's government affairs and policy strategy, will be the ones to round out staffing needs going forward, but they're sort of the two heading this whole thing up. And Hope did say that the new home at AdvaMed makes perfect sense. And for the first time, he says they'll be surrounded by a team, infrastructure and resources focused entirely on the patients that the companies involved in MITA serve.
0: And that was the final story that we had for today. So thank you, Sean, for bringing us all of your insights.
1: My pleasure. As always, read more on the Mass Device website and check out the show notes at massdevice.com slash podcast.
0: Connect with us online. I'm on LinkedIn at Danielle Kirsch, K I R S H. Where can they find you, Sean?
1: You can find me on LinkedIn, Sean S E A N, W H O O L E Y.
0: Subscribe to the Mass Device Fast Five wherever you listen to podcasts and share this episode. Join us tomorrow for your daily MedTech News Roundup. Thank you for listening.
1: Thank you.